guys, welcome back to another episode of the Flipping Websites podcast. This is episode 27. Uh, today we have a Patey cast, that means it's just me, no interviews on this episode. I'm just going to give an update on what I've been up to over the last couple of months. First up is the Facebook group. If you're not a member, search on Facebook for Flipping Websites. It's growing really well. We've got over 600 members now. And I've now partnered up with Empire Flippers uh, to help moderate and run the group with me. Empire Flippers is uh, pretty much dominating the listings for content sites in terms of online brokerages. And previously I was working with Ryan at Digital Acquisitions, but Ryan and Dustin and the team are now focused on SaaS. I've actually sold two sites previously through Empire Flippers, and I've managed to uh, get you guys a good deal if you are considering selling your content site. Uh, normally Empire Flippers fee is 297 listing fee. And if you join the group, you'll see in the pinned welcome message, uh, a special listing URL where that fee is waived. Uh, so you'll save $297 uh, if you are looking to sell your content site. Okay, so I've been working, you know, I sold through, um, previously sold through FE International and more recently with uh, Empire Flippers. And it's interesting to see the different ways that brokerages do deals. Um, FE International, uh, as well as digital acquisitions, they have an LOI and an APA process, which is a letter of intent where a buyer will state their intent to purchase a, business, a website or a business uh, at a certain price uh, if the due diligence works out and everything looks okay. And then APA is the asset purchase uh, agreement. Uh, and uh, that's where you agree the, the price and everything that you will receive. Um, once you, you want to go ahead and transfer the money. And so I've been through through that process and I kind of feel like the LOI process favors the buyer as it, it locks up the seller uh, during the buyer's due diligence process. And so once you agree uh, to take on a buyer under LOI, um, then you can't really entertain any other offers until they've completed their due diligence, whether that's seven days or 14 days, uh, however many days that you accept. And so it can it can lock out other buyers from from bidding. Um, I don't think I don't feel like it can necessarily get you the best price. Um, whereas with Empire Flippers, they they simply have a buy now button on on their listings where at any point a buyer can come in, transfer the full amount and take down the listing. And so with content sites, I think that that is a better way of going about it. Uh, it creates, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. Uh, listings on Empire Flippers currently are going very quickly with with good multiples. Uh, the last report that I saw, uh, a blog post came out two or three months ago about their content sites, and it was stating that the average multiple was 29 times monthly profit. I think it's gone up already, looking at, uh, you know, listings over the last few weeks and how quickly they're going. So with brokers, you need to ask yourself, who do they represent? If you're a seller and you sign a seller agreement, you would think that the broker has your best interests, interests at heart. And typically, that I'm sure that's the case, uh, as you're the person who, who signed the contract. However, there's always a chance you may not be getting all or even the best offers sent through to you. If a broker favors an individual that they've done business with in the past, you may not see all or even the, the top priced offers. So just bear that in mind. Um, and on the flip side, 
Digital Acquisitions actually has an innovative buyer rep program where they represent the buyer and they find deals according to the buyer's avatar and they don't charge a fee to the seller for this. So this removes any conflict as it's up to the buyer to say yes or no to a potential deal. So a broker can either represent a buyer or a seller, but they cannot represent both parties. So you need to make sure and be aware of which side you're on in the transaction. All right. I've uh, been continuing to focus on partnering up with investors as the operator where we purchase content sites to flip and split the upside. Uh, details of that is at flippingwebsites.co slash operator. Uh, most of my investor deal flow is from individuals who have not purchased a website before rather than already having a site they want managed. And as such, I'm now working with a number of investors on a monthly retainer where I source and do due diligence on content sites to purchase, which I end up operating. And this way, interests are aligned as I'm not going to be recommending a site that looks too risky in terms of the type of keywords targeted or the backlink profile. I don't want a site uh, that is going to tank in the time that we hold it. Obviously, I don't want a site that's going to tank for the next buyer, but you understand what I'm saying. And uh, likewise, I will only recommend a site where there is enough upside with SEO or conversion rate optimization in order to, uh, to improve the asset value in a flip. In order to do the due diligence, I use Ahrefs. And my process goes something like this. I'll throw the domain into Site Explorer. I'll then have a look at the keywords that it's ranking for. Have a look at the search volume for those, the position see if uh, there's any big keywords where it's at the bottom of page one or the start of page two in terms of opportunity. I then take a look at the top pages area within Site Explorer and see whether any category or hub pages are ranking. That gives me an indication of how sophisticated the site structure is and, and whether there could be optimizations there. And then the big one is the backlink profile. And I'll very carefully go through uh, see Ahrefs, it, it ranks it by uh, page, uh, you know, the old Moz page authority. Uh, they would call it URL, URL rating, uh, UR. And uh, I see what are the most powerful links. If there's too many homepage links, then typically uh, they would be P PBN links. And, uh, you know, I'm not against uh a wide range of, of different types of links within the link profile, but it has to look natural. It can't stand out. If the top five links are all homepage links, then that's a big red flag for me. Likewise, if a site has 90% of its links from pay, from guest posts, and typically paid guest posts, then that's something that I don't want to touch. So I use the backlink area within Ahrefs to uh, take a look and then also check the anchors, see if anything's too optimized and... Uh, get a good feel in terms of the link profile. And then from that, I'll often have uh, one or two questions that I would want to ask the seller. And based on their responses, uh, it gives me the confidence that they're telling, telling the truth and things are as they seem. And I've got another subscription to Ahrefs to give away on this episode. Thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this show. If I have a look at iTunes, I don't think I mentioned on the last podcast uh, to give more iTunes reviews and tweets because there's been very little. On the last show, I think I read out about 10. This time, there's only been two. Uh, and so we have a five-star review from Just 10 McGill. I'm pretty sure that's Justin McGill, uh, who was on a previous episode. 
uh, topics you don't normally hear about. Pretty interesting to see behind some of these business models. Love the concept of building up a business's value through content and being able to flip the business much like you would a house without as much of an expense. It's a different path to financial freedom for people to explore. And also from Tally Mecca. Uh, awesome find five stars i've also i've always been searching for new podcasts in the space and was really excited to find this one you can immediately tell that richard and his guests really know what they're talking about and it's been fun listening and getting new ideas from each episode many thanks i believe that tally mecca is matthew from growth staff uh, who works with justin and looking at the tweets rory snow has tweeted about the last episode with Ewan from Owl Mountain. A uh, kind tweet. Thank you, Rory. And uh, Jace Rodley has also tweeted about the Owl Mountain episode. That that episode, episode 26, that was very well received. Um, it's one of my favorites. We went deep about the private equity model um, in terms of, of buying up websites and, and managing a portfolio. And uh, so that that's it in terms of the mentions. So because Justin has already been on the show, uh, I don't really feel I can give him a copy. So, Matthew, you will be getting the subscription to Ahrefs. Congratulations. I think I have two left. I need to confirm that with Ahrefs. So there's definitely a couple more chances for you to win a subscription. And uh, go check out Ahrefs.com. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com. I've also been sourcing off-market deals. And one of the questions that was asked in the Facebook group when I uh, made a post saying, does anyone have any topics they want to discuss? It was by Craig Hewitt, who was uh, on the show back in episode three. And he asked how to find off-market deals. And the way that I'm doing it is I focus on one niche at a time. And I put uh, what I think is would be the primary keyword into Ahrefs. Uh, shout out to Ahrefs. Thanks again for sponsoring this episode. And um, I go to their uh, Keyword Explorer section and I put in what I think is the main keyword for the niche and then I find the parent topic and then I throw that parent topic into Google and then I skip over page one um, or actually I just scroll down because I have a, a Chrome extension that uh, uh, gives um, infinite scrolling on uh, Google search results because it's easier to scrape. Not that I do, you know, it's against terms of service I'm sure. Um, and then so I go down to what would be on page two or page three and I've, I look for content sites that haven't been updated for a long time. And then again, I, I throw these uh, domains into Ahrefs, have a look what they're ranking for. And the fact that they're not on page one means that they won't have high revenue, which is great because, you know, in the outreach email that I send, uh, I say that I'm able to pay up to three years um, earnings, which, you know, is a decent multiple, 36x. And also these guys... Um, have likely never sold a site before and to um if, if they're not actively working on a site to get an email saying that someone is prepared to give them three years of what the site is currently making would be an attractive offer so that is my approach and uh you'd be amazed at the response rate that you get i mean i you know from doing this for a while uh i would say greater than 50 percent of the time you you will get an email back um and so yeah I think someone asked, how do you find, yeah, any, uh, Craig followed up with any tips on finding content info for sites that don't have any publicly available. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I use uh, a variety of different methods. Uh, Hunter.io is a great tool for finding email addresses. You just throw the domain in and it recommends uh, 
it shows which which emails are associated with it. I think you have a certain number of free searches a month before you have to start paying. So that's what I'd recommend. And uh, Mushfika, I'm sorry if I've just butchered your name, Mushfika Saka in the group also uh, helpfully said that you can also try Whois, uh, but not everyone purchases who is privacy, so it may show their email. Not everyone purchases who is privacy, so it may show their email there. So yeah, you can look up... Um, the domain and see who the owner is or you can use uh, software tools like hunter.io another question was by shen who asks for flip tips uh, high value flip how to present value and the best types of flips you've experienced e-commerce adsense other i built and sold a little shopify dropship site and sold that through empire flippers back in 2016 and since then it's been content sites that i've built and sold uh, they the process is the same. Uh, I don't think one's better than the other. Um, both uh, types got similar levels of, of interest from, from buyers. It's definitely a seller's market still. And uh, high value flip how to present the how to best present the value. I would say, you know, process everything. If you have a website or a business where Every activity is documented within a list of standard operating procedures. Then this is really valued by buyers. It's uh, you know an extra benefit to them and can achieve a higher multiple because of that. And I recently heard Ace Chapman on the Web Equity podcast with Justin Cook from Empire Flippers, and he said that having SOPs is like selling a franchise along with the business. It's a real benefit to buyers. Uh, it's something that they can actually use to alongside the training that sellers give, you know, SOPs they can actually use to understand uh, how a business is built and they can actually replicate it. So not only are they getting an income generating asset, they're also getting a franchise plus training. It really is a good deal for buyers, uh, you know, purchasing these online businesses. Uh, it's not just the cash flow that they're purchasing. Uh, often it is especially with uh, with funds or some kind of uh, you know private equity funds uh, can purchase sites purely for the for the cash flow with no intention of actually doing anything else to them and stripping out the expenses but that that's pretty rare typically you're buying an asset because you want to continue building it up and the last update is that I'm no longer trying to build a team over the years I've hired a lot of different writers a lot of different VAs and created very complex uh, SOPs for link building for skyscraper documents that ended up 30 pages long hired a couple of people to fulfill that and, and run the process and I never got the results that I wanted and I never enjoyed the stress involved in managing and scaling a team so now instead I have huge uh, Trello lists of uh, providers uh, that provide content that provide links and uh, I've got good relationships with, with these vendors and uh, I handpick the services that I need when I need them and uh, that just frees me up to focus on where I can personally add the most value which is site structure and content audits and content pruning uh, dealing with keyword cannibalization, optimizing what's in the Google index and I've packaged all of these skills within a productized consulting offering over at richardpater.com slash consulting. And this really suits me. I get to go really deep into one area of SEO 
and uh, become a real expert in that. And then cherry pick providers that are the best in their area, such as content, uh, whether that's human proof designs or, or link building. Uh, and this really works for me. So yeah, I've tried the team, but now I'm back to being a solo operator, being very focused and being the best at uh, just one thing. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I'm lining up more interviews with people. If you know anyone that could be a good fit, please reach out and make sure you join up the uh, join the Facebook group, search for Flipping Websites on Facebook, and I will speak to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.